Hey everybody, Leslie here. Welcome to the 20 Minute Fitness Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for stopping by. The 20 Minute Fitness Podcast is produced every Tuesday for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.20minute.fitness. All links are in the show notes. Also, feel free to email us with topic suggestions. Write your idea to podcast at 20minute.fitness. As always, the 20 Minute Fitness Podcast is powered by ShapeScale. ShapeScale is a 3D body scanner, scale, and fitness tracker. You step on it and it digitizes your body composition in photorealistic 3D. Now available for pre-order on shapescale.com. Hello everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of 20 Minute Fitness. Today, we're going to be talking to a very special guest, Sean Remy, who is an amateur Category 2 cyclist based here in California, or more specifically, Sacramento. And Sean is also a vegan. So we get into what does being a high-performance athlete look like while also being completely vegan. Sean was an amazing guest to have on the show, and I'm sure you guys will pick up some really helpful tips. So let's get started. So just before we begin, um, do you mind telling me like a little bit about uh, yourself as an athlete? Uh, yeah. Well, my name's Sean Remy, and I'm 33 years old. I've been a cyclist for about 10 years. As a child, I didn't get to do any of those fun sports. I did like baseball and football. It wasn't really my thing, but it was just more my parents' wants. Um. And I've been cycling for 10 years. Seven of those years, I was riding a track bike like a road bike, so a single speed brakeless, and just did all of my big rides on that bike. And then I started racing a few years ago um, in the road circuit. Uh, I moved my way up to a Category 2, so I raced in the Pro 1-2, so like amateur cyclist. And I recently just started running. And um, now I'm kind of pursuing that. I have a couple events this year. and. Um, I'll be, I'm working my way. I qualified for Boston, so I'll be running Boston Marathon oh, next congratulations. year. That's a Thank awesome you. accomplishment. Awesome. So, um, yeah, like you said, you were, um, you know, plant-based and um, vegan. So um, do you mind explaining what ultimately led you to lead a plant-based lifestyle? Yes. So when I got into my 30s, I noticed that I had a spare tire forming around mm-hmm. my waist. And I told myself that this could be a real problem in five years. I was riding about 200 to 300 miles a week with under 2,000 calories a day and wasn't sure why I was gaining weight because I wasn't quite eating as much as I recommended. And I thought I was eating healthy with um, advice from a nutritionist. It started with just cutting out meat. I already ate minimally. Sorry, I already I minimally ate meat already. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just wanted to do it as a test within three weeks of studying the healthiest way to live. I just made the choice to go fully plant-based. Oh, wow. So how long have you been plant-based? Just about three years. Wow. And did you find any, um, kind of difficult points in transitioning to plant-based or, um, any tough spots? I didn't find it hard because I researched it so much because I was literally told it was impossible to be a plant-based athlete. When I was thinking about doing it, I had people saying like, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't be vegan and an athlete. You, you'll, you won't, you'll be like, you won't get enough nutrients. You won't get enough like fuel for your body. 
And so I just researched it for like three weeks straight. And I had a friend who had been vegan for over 20 years that had never like pushed it on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I reached out to him and then I like, l- like looked at doctor studies and researched people who I knew who had been plant-based for like, you know, uh, just about 20 years as well that were athletes that had been doing it and that were getting results. And so I just like literally just dove in. Right. Awesome. So in your research, did you find anything that really helped you be a plant-based athlete or anything that you kind of considered maybe the key to um, being plant-based and an athlete? Yeah, I I learned that um, in order to not fail, it's making sure you're feeling your body enough. Right. Um, getting enough carbohydrates. A lot of people are afraid of carbohydrates or they have a misconception of carbohydrates. Like they think pizza is carbs. Well, the bread is carbs, but it's also mass and oil and fat. So it's mainly fat calories. So people think like French fries are carbohydrates, but they're deep fried in oil, which is mainly fat calories. So it's just like, you know, um, it's, 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 uh, it's a rough one, but, um, the, the carbohydrates definitely help me. I get 800 to 1100 grams of carbohydrates per day no matter what Mm. i'm doing just to be efficient with staring at a computer or bartending or exercising and um it it does the job and uh i've gotten great results well um so have you noticed like a big difference between when you um switched over to being vegan um versus before oh yeah totally um efficiency mainly in running Mm -hmm because I don't get to do a lot of riding these days. I'm barely riding like 60 to hundred miles a week at the moment. Um, my body naturally run, ran at about like a six forty-five seven minute pace prior to being vegan. And then when I was going out and running, like after I'd started eating the way I had, um, I noticed that I'm normally running at like a six fifteen six minute pace now. And I can run at like a five twenty five thirty pace for like a few miles but I'm working towards running a 5:30 pace so I can try and win this race that I just did in March next year before um Boston. So like how does your weekly um meal plan what does that look like when you're competing and um versus what it looks like when you're off training? Well, my weekly meal plan is the same as always to stay efficient. Mm-hmm. I try I, I tried to eat 800 to 1100 grams of carbohydrates daily with less than 10% of mm-hmm. fat. Um, so my protein intake, I don't ever focus on that because it triples my daily needs naturally just by eating this way. So I'm already getting uh, like at least 100 or more grams of protein just from the foods I'm eating because it naturally has is already in the foods. Right. So occasionally I will eat like tofu and stuff for fun. Um, but I, I just like, you know, just from rice alone, like 20% of rice's calories come from protein. So like just, if I just ate rice, like which I have in the past, just for minimalistic reasons or purposes, like you're getting enough protein just from your rice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people who are, you know, non-vegan or kind of following a traditional, um, you know, nutrition plan, like they seem to fret a lot about protein. Um, and that seems to kind of be like the biggest grievance when it comes to being vegan. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, how, what would you say to um, you know, a non-vegan athlete, and um, when it comes to protein? I think if people start started worrying more about fiber and less about protein, the world would be a lot healthier of a place. Right. You know, if they just did a research, like there's no term for a protein deficiency; it's called starvation. 
like literally if you're not getting enough protein then you're starving yourself like you're not eating enough mm-hmm. food um if if you're eating a whole foods every day until you're satisfied you're going to get more than enough protein for yourself and a friend right so yeah i yeah i guess that's um do you have are you using anything in particular in your diet that you're really liking at the moment um or any kind of nutrition um tips that you're really utilizing at the moment um, I use a performance from my sponsor. It's Crank Naturals. They're plant-based sports nutrition. Um, they're all of my teammates from when I raced for, I raced for Michael David Winery as well. Um, and our friend Dustin created this company like back when we were beginner racers because we couldn't afford hydration and all the electrolytes mm-hmm. and stuff from our sponsors. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's an actual company now and it's been for two years and they sponsor pro athletes. And I'm one of the like amateur athletes and, um, I use our performance, which is like a, um, palm berry and then there's like a beet berry. So like the one thing that anybody knows about beets is like athletes will eat beets like four days leading up to their events. Cause it really opens up your cardiovascular system. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'll drink that with some water in the morning before a workout, like an hour mm-hmm. before. And it's just, you can notice like how controlled your breathing is and how much your lungs are opened up. And it seems like you're working less harder. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like Dr. Michael Greger's done studies on like eating beets, but like this is just in a powder form. So it's a little bit easier than like cooking beets and breaking them down and, um, throwing me into a, into a blender. So I use that, um, on the daily whenever I'm doing workouts. Great. Um, so another big question that I had is that, um, you know, traveling with a diet uh, can be really difficult. Um, you know, going to restaurants or, you know, going to different races with, um, a different, you know, grocery store, like that can be difficult when you're trying to upkeep, um, a certain diet. So how do you find traveling, um, and being vegan or how do you deal with it? I think it's pretty much the same food wise, like traveling, traveling vegan is so easy. I just feel like there's so many options. Unless we do go to a restaurant for dinner, but like whenever I am traveling, I already know like where we're going to eat ahead mm-hmm. of time. Um, I, I'm not huge on eating out in general, but like there are restaurants that I'm like, oh, if we ever go to like LA, like I know we're going to eat at this place because it's right. really good. And have you noticed kind of like an uptick in the amount of um, vegan restaurants and vegan products that have been available in the past couple of years? Because um, it seems like they're everywhere. Absolutely. Now. <laughs> Yeah, no, totally. Well, you know, in 2015, 1% of the world was Mm -hmm. vegan. And now, as of like the beginning of this year, 6% of the world is now vegan. So I feel like it's only going up from here. Like, um, just in Sacramento in general, like at the restaurant I work out, like I'm literally blowing people's minds with the Impossible Burger (laughs) because I got um, them to get it in our restaurant. Um, They just always eat plant-based when they're with me. Right. But I like to share those like, um, mock meats or whatever they might eat at home I'll share I'll like buy I'll go to the store and go out of my way and buy it so I can make it for them be like hey look here's a another option right yeah just to introduce them that's awesome so do you have kind of um, a favorite meal at the moment um, or a favorite snack at the moment um, that you're really liking I'd say my favorite snack it's like my guilty pleasure like <laughs> peanut butter pretzels oh yeah um, so I, I eat so clean that like, sometimes it's just like nice to have like, uh, like peanut butter snack, you know, it's mm-hmm. one bag of, uh, pretzels is like a, um, more fat than I eat like 
in four or five days. And so, but I'll eat the, I'll eat the whole bag of pretzels in a snack. So it's like 700 calories, but it's like 60 grams of fat, mm-hmm. but it's really good, you know? And sometimes yeah. it's nice to do that because like, you know, eating, um, like fruit all the time is great, but mm-hmm. like when you eat it every day, it's nice to have something like that. Um, yeah. a favorite meal. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite meals as a kid was a chicken fettuccine Alfredo. Um, the meat that I did eat when I was a kid, I ate chicken because it looked cleaner. I never liked to eat red meat for some reason, but, Mm -hmm. um, um, I could get by with eating chicken. So I love chicken fettuccine Alfredo. So Mm -hmm. recently, um, I just did this meal with my girlfriend and she made it for me and I was like, wow, this is really great. Um, so just fettuccine noodles with a cashew cream sauce. So Mm -hmm. it's all made Mm -hmm. from cashews and a bunch of seasonings. And then we throw peas in there and then corn is a vegetarian, long-term vegetarian brand. And they make their chicken vegan now. Before, when it was vegetarian, they use an egg white as a binder in the chicken. But now they don't use that. And they have a vegan option, which is really cool. So it's like a real meal that I had when I was a kid that I could eat now. Right. There's no cholesterol or no animal product in it. And it's really great. Right. Um, A YouTuber that I've been watching, she's vegan. And um, she was kind of put up to the challenge of creating... Um, a New Jersey um, garbage plate, but vegan. Um, and so like the, <laughs> yeah. And so they were using, um, you know, like the impossible burger and everything and um, they ended up doing it. And so it's pretty incredible what you can recreate um, as vegan and have the same amount of flavor and um, even like um, kind of classics or um, childhood favorites like that. Um, it's kind of, it's pretty interesting. Um, so um, what essential tips do you have for athletes moving towards um, being plant-based? I would say research, like mm-hmm. know exactly what your body is consuming daily. Mm-hmm. So that, that way you can um, be the best you can be and be the most efficient. Right. It, it really helps when you're getting in the right nutrients and um, you're not getting cramps and you're recovering like by the next day when you wake up. It's really great. Right. Right. So um, what motivates you to continue um, being vegan and what is the best part um, to you about being vegan? I say my motivation is uh, living a happy, healthy lifestyle long term Mm -hmm. and setting an example for my daughters, Tegan, who is nine and Torrance is 14. Mm -hmm. Um, The best part about being vegan for me is I've met the most positive, adventurous people because of my lifestyle. In June, I was in Thailand for the Vegan Cycling Festival, and I met with a bunch of YouTubers and social media people that were just living the way I did. Mm -hmm. And I never, like, I before I left for Thailand, I only knew a few vegans. It's not very common where I'm at. So going and seeing that there are people like living like what they're wanting to do and living on that lifestyle and thriving, it was just so great. And I just had a lot of great experiences. Well, awesome. Um, well, that kind of wraps it up for the time that we have today. Um, but thank you so much for joining us, Sean. Um, and where can people find you on social media? Uh, my YouTube channel is Sean Remy. Mm-hmm. It's S-H-A-W-N-R-E-M-Y. Same with Instagram. And uh, those are my two social media handles. Awesome. Um, well, go give Sean a follow. And again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.
Thanks so much again for listening to this week's episode of 20 Minute Fitness. I hope you enjoyed listening to Sean as much as I enjoyed talking to him. Um, If you want to follow up on anything that we talked about in this episode, you can find that intro in our show notes at www.20minute.fitness. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at shape underscore scale to share your ideas on what we should cover next or who we should interview next. Also, if you happen to rate and review this podcast, uh, tweet us a screenshot of your rating and review, and we would be happy to send over some 20-Minute Fitness merch to you. Um, Again, thanks so much for listening, and hope to see you back here next week. Bye.